Hey, Bill O'Reilly here. Welcome to the No Spin News for Tuesday, July 19th, 2022. Stand up for your country. This evening, we'll continue our reporting on President Biden's precarious position. Um, there's a lot going on behind the scenes. Some of it is speculation. Some of it I know to be true, and I will delineate the two. When I know it to be true, I'll tell you. When I think it's true, I'll tell you that. So we're not going to get involved with any kind of fallacious activity here. Um, Vice President Harris is now in an interesting position because, as we reported yesterday, uh, there is no chance, zero, that Joe Biden runs for president in 24. He's not going to be nominated by his party. He's not going to go into the process. He'll be lucky if he makes the next two and a half years. Um, and I don't think he will. I put the odds at 40% he'll resign for health reasons. But personally, I don't think he's going to make it. There's going to be more bad news coming out about Hunter Biden, his son. And the country is almost at rock bottom now as far as confidence in the executive branch. He has no constituency anymore. But the Harris situation is interesting and in that she is the subject of this evening's Talking Points memo. So first, let's run down who she is, in case you forget. Um, born in California, uh, Indian and uh, Jamaican background. Uh, went to Howard University in D.C., University of California Law School. Uh, started her career as a deputy DA in Oakland, Alameda County. Went over to San Francisco, became the DA there. Uh, then uh, got elected Attorney General of California. She was in the machine, the political machine there, which is very powerful. And at the time, it was run by Willie Brown, and she was a girlfriend of his. And it was a pretty significant story at the time. Um, anyway, after being Attorney General, she became a U.S. Senator from California, defeated uh, Congresswoman Loretta Sanchez, overwhelmingly defeated her. Uh, then she ran for president in the primary. She got 2% polling which means that she made no impression at all in the primary process in the year 2020. Nevertheless, she was uh, appointed um, vice president by Joe Biden to run with him. It was an affirmative action situation. Everybody knows that if uh, Kamala Harris had been a white woman, she would not have gotten the nod. Um, Joe Biden doesn't particularly like her because of the uh, accusation lodged by Ms. Harris against him in the primary debate that he was racist. You'll remember that. Joe Biden probably likes uh, Kamala Harris less than Joe. Anyway, um, she is a devoted, committed progressive. Never is going to get out of that. You can't reason with her. There's no compromising with her. She's a far left individual. She lived in comfort in California because that's the system out there. But now she's in Washington. It's a little bit different. She is never going to change. Now, as you remember, uh, President Biden appointed her the czarina of the border to try to solve some of those problems down there. And, um, you know, Ms. Harris totally rejected that. She just didn't do it. It's embarrassing for Biden. But think about it. The president says, well, the vice president's going to be down the border to try to solve some of these problems. The vice president goes, no, I'm not going to do it. She didn't say that, but that's exactly what she did. She went on one short uh, jaunt to Central America to find the root causes, uh, you know, a bunch of BS. And then she never went back. And Biden's never been down there either because they don't care to even acknowledge 
There's the southern border. Anyway, she's now the point person on the Roe v. Wade controversy. And uh, yesterday she was in Atlantic City speaking to the NAACP. Roll the tape. We know, NAACP, that our country has a history of claiming ownership over human bodies. And today, extremist so-called leaders are criminalizing doctors and punishing women for making healthcare decisions for themselves. Personal decisions that is her right to make in consultation with her doctor, her pastor, her priest, her rabbi, her loved ones, not her government telling her what to do. So the key uh, line in that is that uh, this country has a history of claiming ownership over human bodies, obviously a uh, reference to slavery, uh, and she's making a comparison to the Roe v. Wade decision, slavery, Roe v. Wade. Well, this is preposterous. I mean, she's acting like the uh, federal government of the United States hasn't changed since 1860. I've submitted, uh, long submitted that Kamala Harris has no frame of reference, doesn't understand this country, doesn't care to understand it, sees issues in a racial prism that's worked very well for her, uh, would never under any circumstances be elected president of this country. So uh, even if Biden goes and she's a placeholder, she will never, ever win the nomination the Democratic nomination. She is a strident woman. Her polling numbers are lower than Biden's. I don't, I don't know how that's possible, but they are. So uh, the Democratic Party understands that the damage Joe Biden is doing to the progressive movement and the Democratic Party is incalculable right now. And a change can't get any worse, even if it's Kamala Harris. But in my humble opinion, she has no future uh, as far as the presidency is concerned. And that's the memo. All right. So President Biden didn't do anything today. His official schedule has nothing on it. That's the second day in a row. Um, so he must be very tired from his uh, Middle Eastern trip. But this is a little bit deceptive. So uh, my sources tell me, and again, this is speculation. It's not fact. I don't know this to be true. But this is what I'm being told that there are intense meetings going on in the White House yesterday and today, of which Joe Biden is part of those meetings to try to save his presidency. So it's rock bottom in the polls, and we'll show you that in a moment. Um, But they got to figure out something to do. The Roe v. Wade thing didn't get traction, as I knew it wouldn't. When people are suffering economically, global warming, Roe v. Wade, abortion, all of that goes way down the list. Okay, when you have personal pain. So um, Harris's uh, comments comparing slavery to the Supreme Court decision did catch the eye of conservatives, as you knew they would. Uh, And here is the Fox News White House correspondent go. Does the president agree with her that the recent Supreme Court decision on abortion access is similar to slavery? Uh, I have not seen her comments. I would like to see her comments for myself her before. Was, we know, NAACP, that our country has a history of claiming ownership over human bodies. And today, extremist so called leaders are criminalizing doctors and punishing women from making healthcare decisions for themselves. Well, she is correct. 
All right, so there you go. I'm, I mean, this whole administration, it's in the twilight zone, and they're never going to give an inch, and they're fanatics, uh, and everybody knows it. All right, now let's just get to the polling numbers, which are interesting. The CNN poll, which is, you know, CNN uh, props up Biden every day. And, but they have to, they took a poll, 1,459 respondents, so they have to report the poll, and here's what they found out. Seven in 10 Americans say President Biden hasn't paid enough attention to the nation's most pressing problems. I mean, that's pretty bad. All right. Among people of color, 45% now approve of Biden's overall performance, down from 54% in the spring. So he's losing people of color. That doesn't count Hispanics, by the way. All right. Hispanics have already turned against Biden. Only 28% of Democrats strongly, strongly approve of Joe Biden's performance. 28%. Those are the zealots. All right, and only 18% of Americans describe the nation's economy as in good shape. Did you know fast-growing trees is the largest online nursery in the USA? With more than 10,000 plant varieties and millions of satisfied customers. I have their trees and plants at my home, and they're fantastic. Have you had your fair share of landscaping woes and wasted weekends at crowded nurseries? Finding fast-growing trees will be like stumbling upon a hidden treasure, believe me. With fast-growing trees, it's different. From fruit trees to houseplants, they have it all delivered right to your doorstep. Plus, their plant experts are always available for advice. And here's the best part. This spring, they have up to half off on select plants. And my audience can get a extra 15% off by using promo code Bill at checkout. So please go to fastgrowingtrees.com. Use promo code Bill at checkout. So that's a CNN poll. And I mean, it's obvious. I mean, there's no constituency left for Biden. He's not going to make a comeback. He's 80 in November. He's an old 80. And it's just things are just going to get worse. Now, the media continues to prop him up. And have you heard one left-wing media operation apologize for endorsing Joe Biden? I haven't. If you know of any, please let me know. Bill at BillOReilly.com. So Gallup took a poll uh, and uh, media uh, confidence among the folks uh, at an all-time low. Only 16% of Americans have strong confidence in newspapers. Only 11% of Americans have strong confidence in television news. Now, what kind of a loon would have strong confidence in either newspapers or, or television news? <laughs> Come on. It's ridiculous. I mean, these are, these are parodies now of when I used to work for network news and when I used to be on the Fox News channel. It's a, it's a parody. Uh, it's so different. I, I, I don't understand. But it might be because uh, Pew Research took another poll and they asked journalists themselves. And this is fascinating. So 55% of uh, American journalists say that both sides of a story should not be told. (laughs) 55%, more than I've got, nah, you don't need to tell both sides of the story. All right, and 60% of all journalists believe that news organizations tend to favor one side. Yeah, they do. 
New York Times, Associated Press, Washington Post, L.A. Times, NBC News, all the other networks, cable, Fox is conservative, MSNBC is liberal, CNN is liberal. I don't know of one that is in favor of one side or the other. Not one. All right. And then they asked the journalist final question. How much of a problem do you think made up news, fake news is in a country today? Very big problem, 71 percent. So at least the journalists know what fake news is and how pernicious it is. Now, why does this matter? It matters because unless you want to be like Russia, that's where the American media is heading. To Russia. So Putin controls all of the media flow to the 146 million people who live in Russia. They don't hear anything other than what Putin wants them to hear. No two sides to the story. It's Putin's side and that's it. So all of those people have no clue what's going on in the world. How could they know? It's a blackout. And don't say they can go on the internet because the internet's worse. There are no standards on the internet. They can say whatever they want to say. So you're, you're stranded. Now, it used to be in this country, there was a semblance, there was a structure where you could get information and you make decisions, voting decisions, economic decisions, social decisions based on valid information. That's why you're watching and listening to me right now, because we don't do this nonsense. We're up front, always have been. That's why we are the most successful independent news agency in the world right now. So we're going the way Russia is. It's a little bit different than China. China just basically runs the media. But Russia has a bunch of different companies, media companies. But they do what Putin tells them to do or they may disappear. Now, we're not going to get to that point. Although there are many journalists I'd like to see disappear, but I'm not going to call for that. We're not going to get there. Where we are is you, the news consumer on television and radio, cannot get the truth on a regular basis. Let's talk to our media guy, Bernie Goldberg, North Carolina, purveyorbernardgoldberg.com. Okay, am I overstating things, Bernie? Did you ever see the movie Casablanca? Of course. Great movie. There's a scene where Captain Renault goes to Rick's cafe and goes into the back room and discovers that there's gambling going on. And he famously says, I'm shocked. Well, that was my reaction to the Gallup poll that basically said, nobody trusts the media anymore. Except if you don't know the movie, Renault, Captain Renault wasn't really shocked, and I'm not really shocked. It totally no surprise. When I wrote Bias, which came out 20 years ago, journalists at least tried to hide their biases. They don't try to hide their biases anymore. Whether it's cable, whether it's big city newspapers, it's really a lot different than it was a mere 20 years ago. Now, when you, if you had a uh, occasion to interview the CEO of Disney or Comcast or CBS, where you worked for decades, and you said the same thing to them, do you think they would care? I'm not flattering you, but that's a great question. 
That's a fan, that's a great question because I have met people who work the overnight at 7-Eleven selling beef jerky and soda to insomniacs who have more introspection than the people who work and run news organizations. The answer to your question is, that, first of all, they wouldn't listen to me, but if, if somehow they were forced to listen to me, I'd have no effect on them whatsoever. They have no introspection about the problems that their industry, that their business, that journalism is facing. They don't care. You know why they don't care? Because they don't have any respect for the people that they deliver the news to. There is one thing they care about. Yeah, the bottom line. Money. So as long as the news agency is money making, you're right. They don't care what anybody says. Yeah. Now, there are a couple of things that, that may change that in the short term. The Dominion lawsuits against the conservative television media, that's gonna, they're going to lose. The conservative television media is going to lose that. And you remember that they, uh, a number of people said that the Dominion voting machines in the 2020 election were rigged for Biden. That turned out to be false, demonstrably false. Um, so the conservative television operations are all being sued, Fox, for a billion and a half dollars. Now, when they see that, there's got to be a little bit of a pullback from the fake news that we're throwing out there, right? Let me throw out a possible other side to that observation you made. They may not lose, they may not lose the case. There was They'll a case- They'll settle a case, Bernie. They're well, gonna wait, settle. Hold on, there was a case several years ago against Tucker Carlson on Fox News. He said something that was blatantly not true and he was sued for some kind of defamation. He won the case and you know what the judge said in the case of federal judge, nobody really believes what he says. So you shouldn't expect that what he said was. was okay, but that's totally different because now they're going to depose, they being Dominion's lawyers, all of the CEOs of the agencies, they're suing. And yeah, they're going to go in uh, and, and destroy the structure. So all of these outfits are going to have to settle for a lot of money. It's going yeah, to hurt they, them. Right, right. And and when Sidney Powell gets sued, her defense is going to be, who, who in his right mind believes what I have to say? Anyway, look. Uh, well, it's a different I, though. When you sue a corporation, it's different when you sue an individual. Yeah, right. I much, hope much the, different. I hope now, the media does lose because they need to be held accountable. Now, whether it's going to change the way they do business it may be a business decision. How much did we lose here? How much do we gain by pandering to the audience? That's going to be. A well, they can't, they can't. These numbers are so huge and what they're going to have to pay Dominion is going to be just staggering. So well, there's so, got to be some so, kind of moderation um, imposed on both sides. Now, I only use the, the Dominion thing because it's in play now. It's lawsuits underway. My next question is. Because the media is so corrupt, at this point in history, it benefits Joe Biden, does it not? Well, most of the media, this is not just, you can't dispute what I'm about to say. Most journalists are liberal. Most news organizations are liberal. 
Joe Biden is liberal to left wing, yeah, they're going to support him more than they support any Republican. So does it help him? Yeah, but we're noticing something new, which you touched on in that CNN poll in your lead in. Even liberal media, they're not going to squander what little credibility they still have in support of Joe Biden. When they realize, and they, they, they're realizing that now, that he, he, he's hopeless. Yeah, there's he's no, done. There's no, there's no hope for him turning this around. They're not going to go under the bus with him. They no, will, but they're going to continue to ignore stories like Hunter Biden, um, where they totally ignored that. Um, the only way Hunter Biden's story comes out and the importance of the Hunter Biden story is it is quite possible that his father as a sitting vice president helped him make all of this money overseas. And Mr. Biden, it's alleged, did not pay taxes on that money. And his father was involved with a lot of these transactions directly. That's a huge story. That's a Spiro Agnew story. Yeah, Yet, if that's true. If that's if true. It's, absolutely. If it's true. Grand jury sitting now. It's been sitting for two years. It's the longest grand jury I've ever heard of. And they can't, if the grand jury comes back with an indictment on, on Hunter Biden, they can't snuff that story down. But, they can't. But, let me pick up on, on the fact that certain news organizations are ignoring certain kinds of stories. There's one group that gets a free pass in all of the discussions we have about bias. And the reason it gets a free pass is because nobody wants to bite the hand that feeds them. And that group is the consumer of news, the audience, the reader of the newspaper, the viewer of the TV show. They say, they yell the loudest, we're against bias. BS, Bill, BS. They like bias, as long as it's bias that mirrors their bias. Some of them, but the many, audience, the- Many this, of them, many of look, them. But here, most of them. Here's where you're making a mistake. The zealots, absolutely right, but the circulation for all of the newspapers is drastically declining right. and the ratings for the television operations are drastically declining, which tells you the only people left reading and watching are the zealots, so whether they're on you. the left or the right. The regular so, folks have bailed. So let me ask you a question. If, if the people, if the geniuses who run cable news operations, Fox, CNN, if they wanted to bring back those people that you rightly say they've lost, I know those people who say, I don't watch this anymore. I can't watch this. Yeah, they're junk. here. They're watching you and me right now. Right, right. So if they wanted to bring them back because there's money in bringing them back, wouldn't they move more to the middle? No, they don't. They don't do know it. how. <laughs> they, they, and it, it, there's a, there is a scant amount of talent available to do what we do. Because well, most of the talent is so crazy ideologically, most of the talent, all right, they're not traditionally trained like Bernie Goldberg and Bill O'Reilly. Absolutely That's, true. that's gone. That's gone. All right, and, final question. And there's a lack of talent in the front offices also. Yeah, I mean, there's no news talent there. It's ridiculous. So you're up in the mountains of North Carolina, and, and it's 
summer and, and outside of shooting squirrels, you're running uh, BernardGoldberg.com, right? So what, what's going on, on on your website? I want everybody to go there tonight. So what are we going to see? Well, I'll tell you two things. First, there, there's written stuff, columns. There's audio stuff. There's video chat just about every, every once a week or thereabouts where I'm interviewed by uh, somebody on my staff and, and we answer all sorts of questions. We literally answer questions from people who write in. I, I literally sit by my computer and answer their questions. But the most I can offer anybody is my honest opinion and I promise you one thing, no matter how much I like you personally, no matter how much I respect your intelligence, I will not kiss your rear end to make you happy. I will give you my honest opinion. You could agree with me. I hope you do. But if you don't, that's fine also. You could write to me and tell me why you think I'm a jerk. But I will never, ever do what too many cable news people do. I will not pander to you. Right. In your no, we, don't, we don't do that either. And um, it's worked for us. The website is Bernard. Goldberg.com. And I hope everybody visits. Very good to see you. Thanks for helping us out tonight. Thanks, Bill. All right, let's go to Law and Order. As I predicted, uh, the DA in New York City has dropped the charges against Jose Alba. Okay, so this is a big New York story. Bodega owner up on 139th Street. He defends himself. An African American criminal attacks him. All right, and uh, Mr. Alba stabs the man to death. So the DA Bragg, Alvin Bragg, charges Alba with murder. Those charges are now dropped. Here's what I said on the radio, go. Jose Alba was arrested after the stabbing charge and held on $250,000 bail, which is incredible, when a videotape shows the criminal, Austin Simon, attacked Alba in his own store. Protests have erupted, pitting Hispanics against African-Americans, Bragg and Simon. I believe this case will ultimately be dropped, but Alvin Bragg is finished no matter what happens. And that again was on July 12th. I mean, it wasn't a hard prediction. It wasn't hard. It's like saying Biden's not going to run again in 24. He's not. I knew that case would be dropped because Bragg, Alvin Bragg, is interested in Alvin Bragg. He can't justify this. Every decision the DA in Manhattan makes is based on skin color. Everybody knows that. And as a result, crime in New York City is up 37% so far this year. Happy? Chicago's worse. Chicago under Lori Lightfoot is a disaster. Now police can't even chase drug dealers. The number of arrests for possessing hard drugs dropped to 929 last year at 21. All right, a few years ago, it was 7,753. It's down to 929 because Lightfoot says, we don't care. Go sell your drugs. Go use your drugs. I don't know. We don't care. And so crime, boom. And who's getting hurt? The minority people. Unbelievable. And there's a, you know, there's a series of, of other things. There's one in Virginia that's interesting. Okay. So Fairfax County, Virginia is right south of D.C., right? The district attorney there 
is a man named Steve Descano. All right? So, um, Descano is a Soros guy. Soros uh, donated $600,000 to his campaign. So, Descano, basically, he finds in Fairfax County, the police do, um, a Dodge Charger full of dope. All right? Two kilograms of fentanyl pills. Two kilograms. Hundreds of thousands of dollars. Descano lets him out without bail. It's unbelievable. Unbelievable. So the U.S. Marshals, knowing how corrupt this DA is in Fairfax County, they're waiting for this guy when he gets out with no bail. Alpha Kamara, African-American. He walks out of the Fairfax County Jail. The Marshals get him. And now he's going to be prosecuted on a federal level. 400 grams of fentanyl. You know how many people I'll kill? And this guy, put his picture up there, Steve Descano, lets him out, knowing the guy's never going to come back, just like the two fentanyl people in Tulare County, California, never came back. And then they found a load of methamphetamine in New York City. Bragg let him out. I think it was Bragg. Maybe it was one of the other borough DAs. They're gone. They're not coming back. You let somebody out without bail and they're facing heavy heat, they're going. Oh, it just drives me crazy. But you all get it. I'm sure you all get it. It's just all over the country. And it's always Soros behind it with the money. And people, I get letters, why, why, does, why, why? It doesn't matter why. It doesn't matter. The man is bent on destroying our society. George Soros. Doesn't matter why. All right. 18 House Republicans voted against supporting Finland and Sweden in NATO. The recognizable names are Lauren Boebert, Colorado, Matt Gates, Florida, Marjorie Taylor Greene, Georgia. Okay, and Chip Roy, Texas. Why did they vote against Finland and Sweden going into uh, NATO? Because they don't want NATO at all. The hard right doesn't trust NATO to want to be in it. Boom. The isolationist movement. Thought it was interesting. All right, Smart Life, we are on a campaign. We want to hear your tips um, for helping your fellow Americans get through this hellacious uh, inflation. So I got a few letters here. Larry Baker in Lubbock says, Driving 35 miles an hour gets best gas mileage in most motor vehicles. Going 80 really cuts the MPG. Slowing down will make you some money. Larry, if you're going 35 in Texas, you're going to be on the road for a long time. Okay? I mean, I'm not arguing with you. You want to do 35 in the panhandle, okay. But you, time is money, right? Cindy Jan Tommaso, Winter Haven, Florida, use ceiling fans. I do. I do, Cindy. I cut that air down, particularly at night. I use the ceiling fans. And that's a really good way to save on your electric bill. Karen Bardell, Kalama, Washington, use clotheslines to dry clothing. 
sheet smells so nice. Depends on what kind of neighborhood you live in. If you're in central Jersey, no. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, my mom used to put the clothes on a clothesline and that'll save you electricity. That's a good tip. Anyway, on BillOReilly.com, this is important for you to know. We gave you some great tips last night on an app named The Honey, on other things where you can just cut your expenses down. Vidgo, V-I-D-G-O, our new entertainment partner. I mean, you're going to save thousands of dollars on your cable bill. So all of that's on BillOReilly.com. We have a smart life section. And we update it, you know, a lot. So I'll be checking out. This day in history, July 19th, 1692, five accused witches hanged in Salem, Massachusetts, 330 years ago today. All right, Rebecca Nurse, Susanna Martin, Sarah Good, Elizabeth Howe, Sarah Wiles, all hanged. And what happened was some kids got hysterical and started pointing to various women in town in Salem. Remember, this was uh, 1692 and saying they put a spell on me, all of that. Well, they were so crazy religious back then, insane, crazy, they took it seriously. 19, at the end of this uh, horror in Salem, 19 people were executed by hanging, and uh, one man was pressed to death. They were and they tortured these people. And the kid would go, well, that person, did. they put a spell on me, and then they grabbed the person, I tortured them, to admitting that they were witches or whatever. I mean, it was one of the worst things that's ever happened. It wasn't the United States back then. It was a British colony, of course. So... That was uh, the Salem Witch Trials. Okay, quick break. Back with some mail and a, a final a thought. And let me look at the final thought again because I forgot what it is. <laughs> I don't want to pull a Joe Biden on you now. Okay, anger, anger, final thought. And uh, we have that coming up. We'll be right back. Everything is expensive these days. You know that. The government is printing trillions of dollars in consumer prices higher than ever. If the government continues its printing and spending, the dollar could continue its freefall and lose its coveted role as the world reserve currency. Let's hope that doesn't happen. But there are a few things you can do right now. American Hartford Gold can show you how to protect your money, your retirement, your hard-earned savings against inflation by helping you diversify a portion of your portfolio into physical gold and silver. Start with a short phone call, and they can have physical gold and silver delivered right to your door or put inside your 401k or IRA. So please call or text them right now. Tell them Bill O'Reilly sent you. Call 877-444-GOLD, 877-444-GOLD, or text GOLD to 65532. Again, that's 877-444-GOLD or text GOLD to 65532. I'm Mike Slater from the podcast Politics by Faith. This is a crazy time in our country. It's stressful, a lot of anxiety, and it's going to get worse. And I realized that one of the things that helps me take away the stress is realizing that there's nothing new under the sun. So on this podcast, we take the news of the day. And we run it through the Bible and other periods in history to realize that we've been through this before and we can rise above again. 
Politics by Faith anywhere you listen to the podcast. Politics by Faith. Let's go to the mail. Dr. Rocks on the message board. Yes, Joe Biden is dangerous. Only silver lining is that when he leaves office before completing his turn and Harris becomes president, she'll be the first woman president. All right. I don't know if you really want to get it that way, but Jeff Boyd, Robinson, Illinois. I followed you for years, O'Reilly. More often than not, I agree with what you say. On the subject of Biden resigning, he is a danger and he and the folks that are pulling his strings are doing irreparable harm. Having said that, I think Harris would be worse. You know, but she's a placeholder. If uh, Republicans always remember this, Biden's not going to do anything until after the midterms. But if the Republicans get both houses, then whoever's president, Biden, Harris, you know, can't do anything. Done. Steve Hatfield, Fort Myers, Florida. I believe it's entirely appropriate for you to demonstrate the condition of Mr. Biden on the No Spin News. While I spend more time than I probably should following political shenanigans, I believe most Americans do not, and they need to be made aware. You know, look, my job is to tell the truth, but I don't want to be a bully. I don't want to overdo it, and I don't want to be repetitive. One of the problems with cable news is that it's so repetitive now. I mean, they just over and over and over. Jerry, concierge member, Jerry gets access to me. I hope you check that out. It will enhance your life. Concierge membership on BillOReilly.com. Thanks for the factual recounting of the 10-year-old rape victim bill. As you said, this was a horrendous event. The rapist got what he deserved. However, by your own account, it still appears that Ohio prevented the 10-year-old from getting her abortion. It was not adjudicated in Ohio. The family just took the girl to Indiana because there no questions were asked. Daniel, uh, Donald McKeo, of Coral Springs, Florida. Mr. O'Reilly, I agree with you. The conservative media jumped the gum on the 10-year-old. Having said that, the reason was because the authorities did not tell the whole story. I understand that. But that doesn't give reporters and analysts the license to say things that aren't true. you got to say we can't get the information. You don't speculate about what's true and what isn't. We never do that here. Carol Concierge, remember, Bill, with Mrs. Obama's president, the progressive movement is not dead and neither is equity and critical race theory. I agree. Michelle Obama gets elected. She will continue progressive policies. No doubt in my mind. Susanna Kudelka, Camp Verde, Arizona. When we go out to dinner, we now get a glass of water with lemon and we refer to it as an (laughs) O'Reilly. And lime is good, too. So... You save yourself five bucks and more if it's a cocktail, uh, 10 bucks, if you have a little water, lime and lemon with your meal, because that's free. You know, if you get the sparkling water, if you get the designer water, that's four or five bucks. But the regular water, and you can refer to it as the O'Reilly, I want to save you bucks. Um, Let's go to David Robinson, Fairfield, California. I joined BillOReilly.com four months ago, and I never realized how I missed your fact-based reporting, Bill. I appreciate how you take the time to break things down and make all of this current mess digestible. That is what we do. That is why you pay us. And I hope you are benefiting from it. Gino, concierge member, recently finished Killing the Killers and Killing the Mob. As always, I learned a ton of fascinating information. I pre-ordered both the hardback and audio versions 
of Killing the Legends. Killing the Legends out late September. You can pre-order it if you re-up your There's Killing the Legends there. The Lethal Danger of Celebrity. This is the important part of the book. The danger famous people encounter in America. Okay. You re-up your premium membership or upgrade a concierge, you get Legends free. Word of the day, uh, do not be a poltroon. One of my favorite words I like to remind you from time to time, P-O-L-T-R-O-O-N, because it's, a, it's an easy word to remember, and you don't want to be a poltroon. If you call somebody a poltroon or say, don't be a poltroon, you'll win the conversation. All right, back with the final thought in a moment. Hey, this is Vivek Ramaswamy. The media has systematically lied to you. The Hunter Biden laptop story, the origin of COVID-19, the Trump-Russia collusion hoax, or how your money's being spent in Ukraine, enough already with the lies. No more lies, hard truths only. That's what the Truth Podcast is all about. It's not standard conservative talking points. If you want that, go somewhere else. But if you want the hard truth delivered to you in a way that challenges you and will challenge me intellectually, you're not going to find anything like this on the internet. Subscribe to the Truth Podcast today on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Okay, so we're halfway through summer. I mean, it just whizzes by. It does every year. The older you get, the faster the time uh, moves. I don't know why that is. But anyway, um, a lot of people are still out there spending money. On Eastern Long Island, uh, where I am... uh, People are spending. Um, you know, it's maybe they're affluent people. I don't know. But it doesn't seem to me that there is panic yet. Um, we don't want a recession in this country where people are getting laid off. We have almost full employment. We want to keep that. And politics aside, you, you don't want to be wishing for a recession or a depression. People get hurt. But underneath all of the uh, vacationing and, and all the people uh, walking around, there's anger. And, and the anger is twofold. Um, it's that conservative people believe that the press and the Democratic Party, uh, the corruption attached to both, made the election of 2020 unfair. That, that is a big belief. And it's not going away. Okay. And, and that anger that that election really wasn't genuine. And, you know, you look at Mark Zuckerberg and what he did and the unbelievable amount of money poured into those Biden precincts. There's a lot of very troubling questions that will never be looked at by a Democratic administration. That's one anger. The second anger is from the non-political people who many of whom voted for Biden, who are now getting their butt kicked in a marketplace. And they don't have any money and they're running up debt and, you know, planning for college and retirement uh, is bad. They're angry. How can you not be angry? So you combine the Biden never should have been there in the first place with the we're getting killed because of Biden's policies. It's all around Biden. And that anger intersects. It's, It's viable everywhere I go because everybody knows me. This is what they're talking about, either one or the other. But what you have in common is anger. Now, unchecked anger is bad. Righteous anger is not. You saw me at the JetBlue thing. That was righteous anger. And then subsequently, then the whole thing blew up. And now we know 
how corrupt the airline industry is. Hello, Pete Buttigieg, Transportation Secretary. But righteous anger is okay. You got to control it. Can't hit anybody. That's going to hurt you. Don't use bad language like I did. That was stupid. Okay, don't do that. But righteous anger can be constructive, but it has to be contained. Just lashing out, yelling at your dog because you don't feel good or your son or daughter, that's destructive. Take a walk. If you feel that pressure, you got to get by yourself. You walk out of the house or whatever. You walk around. You take a nice bottle of water with you. You calm it down. Thanks for watching and listening to the No Spin News. We'll see you again tomorrow.